0: Gratitude is magic. Welcome everyone and pull up a seat at the table. It's lunchtime in Rome. Tonight's episode 198 is entitled gratitude. What if there was something that could help all of your emotional needs? We've got it. It's gratitude. (laughs) Pull up a seat at the table and join us. First time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Or watch us live or later at youtube.com forward slash lunchtime in Rome. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. And while there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and it'd be great if you give us a five-star review. Jay, what's up?
1: Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12, 15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That's how you keep people from being alone and what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 or so minutes of the podcast. We talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be twelve fifteen in Rome, we're treating it like it is. Lunchtime, lunchtime in, in Rome. Roma
0: dom dom. Hey
2: guys. Uh, uh, oh, who start what? Oh. Uh, well,
0: er- Eric's distracted right now, so we got to fill his. Space. Okay, yeah,
2: do your thing. I'll keep talking. I so I came in today. Yep. And um, woo, got a little food. Really? I don't know. <laughs> i got a little food story so i came in today and i said i apologize if i smell like seafood yes you did because i was cooking seafood but i mean which i've done before
0: were you cooking that Aldi mix you've mentioned that before
2: no this was not it smelled that more
0: like shrimp did it no
2: you heard me say shrimp yes ah uh, jay i'll believe whatever you say <laughs> um, i love you chris <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know, we, we do this Hungry Root thing mm. right now, which is like... Hungry Root? Yet another... Hungry like, Root. Yeah, mm. it's like another one of those, like, mail-order... ah uh, mm. bride. Yeah, it's, instead of mail-order bride, it's mail-order dinners. Mm-hmm. But it's all, like, horseradish, turmeric. <laughs> no, it's not. It's sweet not, potatoes. It's not weird. No. I don't no. see sweet potatoes. Oh, I get it. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. um,
1: <laughs> I'm going to stop busting your I, testicles.
2: I, I, I... Okay. Um... And we've even gotten seafood meals from them before. And anybody who's cooked in their house, if you cooked seafood, like, you know, whatever, shrimp, fish, Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to there's there's a a lingering effect. This was the strongest smelling shrimp ever. And it came in the mail. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, no, but it was... I sat
0: outside <laughs> on the
2: doorstep today for, I don't know, six hours. It sounds terrible, but no, my stomach really. is killing me. <laughs> no, we've had no problems, no problems. And it cooked fine. It was fine. Um, but I don't know what it was. Like, it just had this... Maybe it's it just pungent. my nose mm. or just the the quality of air circulation today. We really didn't smell it on at all. Today. Yeah, I didn't smell it at all. I really am glad about that because I left the house with like... I turned the, the bathroom fan on, the kitchen fan on, the the exhaust fan on, and the um, we have one of those just like standalone air purifier things, mm-hmm. and I like cranked that up to high and set it like right in the middle of our living area, like between the you dining room. You still
0: have cats, or did Bella kill those? No. Oh, no.
2: We have, yeah. Because oh, they must have just been licking their lips. I get it. Probably. They, Was I don't there know.
0: a certain way you cooked it that maybe made it smell more pungent? No. Yeah.
2: I just fried it mm-hmm. like in oil, mm-hmm. sauteed it. Ish. Yeah.
0: And they
1: give you the directions and all that stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We really like Hungry. This is not a knock on Hungry Root. We like it much better than because the preview. This is what I thought you were talking about, Jay, when you were like giving weird ingredients. Because the last one we did, and I'm not going to remember the correct name, so I don't want to even say the wrong one to to besmirch the wrong company. But a, a different um, mail order food thing. Was constantly like it was the same kind of ingredients over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like you would get three meals a week, and two of them would be very cilantro heavy, for Ugh. example. And it's just like I, I like. I know it's Jay. You, hate I cilantro. got the crimson. You got the right. It tastes like soap or whatever. She but I does. I love
1: Colleen Johnette too. Thank you very much. Oh, all right. Well, the the two. So of you like right the
0: right. variety of this? Yes, company. I do. I do. What's
1: the craziest meal or the most? What's your favorite one so far? Smelly shrimp or is it oh. different?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to i have to go back and look. I do like so the one I, I cooked tonight, it was shrimp alfredo, and they give you it was actually cauliflower linguini, mm. which
0: made of cauliflower, the the, yeah. noodle, the noodles were. Yeah.
2: How's and, that possible? Well, it's held together by a lot of <gasps> other ingredients. <laughs> wheat. <laughs> Not wheat, but a lot of other like xanthan gum type. things, you know. (laughs) That's my favorite. Honestly, it's not bad. I really the first time, because we have had this meal a couple times, and I was like, I don't know. I mean I know I've had Amy's like gluten free pasta before. Some of it's better than others, you know. You just Uh, gotta
0: stick with rice pasta if you're gonna do that.
2: Yeah, that's what she likes best. And that's fine. It's good. But this actually this this is this is pretty good.
0: How long you guys been on this one? Couple months. Four
2: months maybe. Okay. Five Brian's months.
1: like, don't gotta be exact. <laughs> Two years, five <laughs> days. Either one.
2: Find same. one of the ones. Ballpark. More, more than a couple months, but less than a year. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Well, Rachel and I
1: last week got to go away uh, for just a couple days. And Brian, thank you so much for picking Bella or taking Bella to school before you went back home to get Ethan to take him to the exact same school. It was only Tuesday. He made it Wednesday, but Oh, were, did he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and it was one of our best trips ever. And I had a really funny moment on Easter with my sister Marcy because she's like, You know, you guys go away a lot. And I said, Yeah. I said, It's, we highly prioritize it. She goes, Well, I mean, us too. I mean, you know, it's been 26 years,
0: but (laughs) it was, but it was (laughs) fun. But the last time we went away, fantastic. Well,
1: they did just go away. So they Uh made it 26 years in between vacations. That's good for them. But we went to exciting Brookville, uh, Pennsylvania because they have a place called Scripture Rock Park. And it's some guy who engraved uh, scripture into rocks. And I will be talking about it Sunday at church. I will not go on to talk about it now, but I will tell you, it was the single saddest park I've ever been to in my entire (laughs) life. Like, it was so gorgeous, so well made, and it was just so, I'll tell it right now. (laughs) So we go in and we're so excited, like man, this guy. I mean, and they give you well, you put a dollar. You're supposed to put a dollar in, which I did, and you get the booklet on what because it's been like ninety years or so, no, over a hundred years now. So a lot of the rock is weathered away. So they have they have a number for each one and where it is and what it, scripture
3: it is and everything else. <laughs> well, in the very beginning, why are you already laughing? Because I can, I know it's going to happen because you're like you're looking at the number you're like. Uh, it, It kind of looks like it says that. Oh, no. It's not. No, it's far sadder than that. Because
1: in the very beginning, it gives you the bio of this guy. Did I tell you? You sent the picture of the plaque. Oh, so you actually read it. Mm -hmm. So this poor guy in 1901 gets involved with this faith healing sect. And his wife is pregnant with their third child. And it's faith healing. And so his wife gets sick. And he refuses treatment for her. And so she dies. And so they declare him insane and arrest him for the death of his wife. Oh, wow. And take his two children from him. In 1906, he is released. He is forced to leave the state of Indiana where he lived, Valparaiso, and settles in Brookville, Pennsylvania, where he begins to become a street preacher and spend time in the woods carving scripture into rocks. It is the 51 most angry and sad scripture verses you can possibly find
0: lamentations it's
1: everything including including ecclesiastes which i will be preaching about this sunday the verse he used a great series by the way and it's such a gorgeous place and about i don't know 10 of the men rachel kept walking and i stopped and it was a gorgeous day and the sun (laughs) was out and it's the two of us and it's beautiful and i she goes what i said honey i said here's a man who is so alone he got caught up in some really bad theology he lost his wife and his unborn child he had his two older children taken from him he had to move two states away nobody paid any attention to him he was a madman in the woods carving rocks and a hundred years later they went we can make a park out of it (laughs) This guy had some and good put ideas. Put some mulch down. You know, <laughs> we got the bread pan. The people purple come and pay a dollar for the, for the book. Uh, you know, it, it makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. And it's the most gorgeous, sad place I think I've ever been it, in my it life. It sounds wow. like
2: a bizarre trek to walk through because you're painting this picture of a gorgeous park on a gorgeous day and you stop and read the saddest scripture you're and like, you're like, huh, uh, that's. That's a depressing one. Let's keep going. Man. For, oh, this one's really bad. Let's keep going.
3: Indiana to PA, 1901. That's that's a trek. It wasn't 10 minutes. Yeah, that's a trek. Wasn't like, there something in there about they had to commit
0: him so that he wouldn't be lynched by a mob or something like yeah, that? Yeah,
1: the people were pretty angry about his wife dying. Yeah. So they yeah. so they saved him by declaring him insane and putting him in prison for five years and, and taking get, his children.
0: Then he gets out and scrolls <laughs> these scriptures,
4: angry ah, scriptures. And it's
0: amazing because, I mean, you can read
1: most of them. Yeah. Okay. I mean... And they're big letters, and yeah. it's it's an. I mean, it is very interesting. Yeah. Oh, and then I mean, I'm not the most uh, spiritual guy in the world, but it didn't feel right there. Mm. Also, right behind it, mm. with all due respect, Jehovah's Witness Center. Um, yeah, there was like an air of yeah, like heebie-jeebies. Sure, that's what a pastor mm. would call it. Yeah. <laughs> but that being the case, it was arguably our best trip ever our new move is instead of spending like $180 a night on Airbnb, we go to the crappiest motel possible because we don't want to spend time in the motel.
4: Mm-hmm. So like you have a really nice
1: Airbnb, you turn on right, the TV, right. you're hanging out, let's just eat in and everything else. So like the one day we got up and we went, well, we had breakfast at a really nice, cool place. And then we went to the scripture park and got sad. And then we <laughs> changed and went disc golfing at this ball golf course where I had to go into the pro shop and pay, you know, like you do. No, that's one And, and every you know, and I was just like, "Wow!" I mean, it was three bucks, but this one wasn't on the ball golf course; it was just on their property, like adjacent. Yeah. yeah, and you actually had to drive this gravel road behind. And Rachel kept saying, "I don't think this is the right way. You shouldn't. You should be in a truck if you're on this road." And I'm like, mom he said the gravel truck."
3: There. Well, and you know, I like. I think it's awesome that you guys do that because I I think it's awesome because I think a lot of couples think they need to do this grandiose oh gosh thing, whereas like. You just go out and see what you find. Well, like, you I'm going to do a little planning. I'm not finished. So we right. finished
1: the disc golf, went to a
3: uh, moonshine
1: distillery. Yeah, that had like all these different smoked meats, and you can get five free samples of their moonshine. Angry right? scripture on the label. Yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't find it. What joke, known for? Yeah, <laughs> the land then, of angry scripture.
4: But
1: then went to this park that had a waterfall, and these guys were fly fishing out front, and we would found this covered bridge. We saw it online, so we're like, we got to find the covered bridge. And we finally found. Uh, it. I love a good covered and bridge. It was closed. Ah, but. <laughs> Uh, The town of Brookville, like the actual historic Brookville, is like every other town in Pennsylvania that time forgot, Mm -hmm. except time didn't forget. Where about is that? It's just south of I-80, east of Dubois. Oh, okay. No, nay, nay, nay. West of Dubois. East of Clarion. East of Clarion. Okay, all right. But historic Brookville is gorgeous. And I don't Hmm. know if they got some federal restoration money, Mm -hmm. but I mean, everything is just freshly painted Hmm. and there's cute little restaurants and, and it's a little bizarro world. Like I did think we were in the matrix again. Mm -hmm. And you know, because like there was the the grossest person we saw was this guy wearing a Brookville police, like satin
3: windbreaker
1: (laughs) with a shaggy beard with his hands in his hands in his pocket the whole time. And like, if you walked past him, he just kind of nodded at you and you're just like, that's
0: weird. I I think between what you felt in the park (laughs) <laughs> and what you're telling me right yeah. now, what I'm feeling based on, there's a Stephen King novel the ghost in of there. Yeah, it,
1: could be, he, it like, could be the ghost of that dude. Yeah. But then he would have killed us. Maybe not. Scrawled, but, scrawled but cool little restaurants forehead. and, you know, and only like <laughs> one Fox's Pizza Den. And like, okay, one little tarot card reader over here. But mm-hmm. then this ministry, that ministry, that ministry. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. And we went to a bar that night after dinner. And, you know, it's Tuesday night, Brookville. Bar, oh, it's getting nuts. And I put five bucks into, into the jukebox, which gave me 24 credits. Well, it's, Brooke, it's Brookville. And then Rachel <laughs> goes, honey, honey. And there's this kid standing behind me. Of course, he's got a boot and he's waiting and he has a dollar in his hand. I'm like, no, buddy, hey, no problem. You, you go ahead. You, you know, I put, I got 24 credits. It was either a, you know, one credit or two for a song. Right. And he just looks at me and I said, yeah, buddy. No, you put your money away. I I, I just wanted there to be music on. It's, it's like, fine. my name's not buddy. It's Jim. <laughs> I would have been fine with that. He said nothing. And then he went up and he was gone in like three seconds. And he did. First in queue for every song And so he emptied my $5 <laughs> <laughs> And put all of his songs Ahead of mine <laughs>
0: Dude this is a weird town I'm getting weird vibes Before I went up to
1: get my food at the bar Because I was getting wings later Which burned my lips to the point where they were swollen a day later But wow. they were delicious Wow! And a guy who had just gotten there So he that hadn't be been cool. drinking at least at the bar all day He was like Chad
2: To, to you, to yeah. you. <laughs> And I
1: just shook my head no And he goes oh,
0: man. Chad <laughs>
1: And I said, and I walked over to him and I said, Hey, buddy, I said, it's good to see. You. I said, but I'm not Chad. And he goes, you're not Chad. And I was like, nope. <laughs> and then when I went back up to get Rachel a drink at the bar, I said to the bartender, I said, Hey, uh, does Chad owe anybody money? <laughs> 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 and finally, when I went to pay, because there was no debit card, she had to pay cash. I kind of gave her the, the this thing, mm-hmm. but then I stopped and I went and I asked her, if you're paying cash, instead of doing the hand signal to write a check, should you go? Like put your hands in the air like you're flipping cash. (laughs) So it was a great trip. And then we played disc golf again on the way home. And that was fun. And it was a good time. That's That's awesome. awesome. It was a little long there, but. uh, That's okay. It was a trip. We always say we're making memories. Yeah. Making Making memories. There was a fire. Sorry. I went to go to get (laughs) cash out of a giant Eagle. And they said, sorry, we're closed. The power's out. It was 70 degrees and sunny. And I was like, oh, yeah, probably from the storm. Of course, guy in white pickup truck It was probably the fire. (laughs) <laughs> and I said, what? He goes, Well, power's been out all day across town. Plus, there was a crash by Sheets. And I was like, We're like three miles from Sheets. I don't
0: smell smoke. Okay. Yeah,
1: there's he there's just knows weird. everything
0: about it. I either want to go to this town or never want to go to this town.
1: Oh, like I'm very you. drawn would, to it now. It
3: sounds awesome.
1: It's a great place. Um I didn't even tell you about the immigrants in the hotel. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 15 passenger van
1: pulls up washington dc plates they were just flown in from somewhere and they were being dispersed
0: <laughs> into america
1: and i oh, was like this is why you don't man. stay in these hotels <laughs> oh, yeah
0: man. I, I think it's surprising rachel would stay in a what you say about you know motel like that because she's, she's she's kind of okay she's down right.
3: well no red carpet yeah that's a different story <laughs> um, oh red carpet in my oh, family man. took
0: a trip uh because we we haven't been here for, we weren't here last week. So there's been a lot that's happened with us too. Um, we took a trip up to Rochester Institute of Technology. Rochester. Ethan is already looking at colleges. And so we went up uh, two Thursdays and Fridays ago, like the weekend before Easter of Easter, um, and really had a good time for the most part. The, the school itself was really impressive. I'm not a big college guy uh, myself, but. Um, we were, we all came away really impressed with that. He's actually taking a summer class up there. He's going to go up, um, it's film and animation. We're going to drop him off June on, 23rd. <laughs> no, it's, it's a uh, last week of July. So we're going to drop him off on like, we're going to go up Sunday night, drop him off Monday and oh, then he's going to be there the whole week on <laughs> campus. And then we're going to pick him up Friday. So, um, And then he has
3: to go back to high school for a whole other year.
0: Yeah.
2: Two? Oh two! Yeah. Yeah, oh my two, gosh!
3: Right, that's right. Eleventh and twelfth.
1: He's going to alienate every one of his friends by September. He'll be like, you know, what I was in college this <laughs> summer.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is, like most of the people he hangs, he hangs out with right are now are doing that kind of stuff. Are seniors, so oh, he's not good. like he he's like I don't know who I'm really going to be hanging out with. Well, that's that's what? What? People coming up. <clears throat> Um, well that's what I told him. I was like, Look, well now you're gonna be the cool kid to be a leader to them. Yeah. And that's why you shouldn't have been a jerk to all your kids in your class. I (laughs) learned that (laughs) my hard way when I was a sophomore. Um. So it was was exciting. It was a pretty cool trip. Yeah, and it's it's kind of mind-boggling, you know, just to be on campus and um already be considering this. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, let's go. Let's just go ahead and do that.
2: I've heard that Rochester is a cool town. Is that
0: we didn't get to Rochester. the The campus itself is very cool. Rochester, like it's it's got a pretty good reputation for. Um, I I would always say it's not like MIT, like on that that caliber. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, people from all around the country, it's kind of a big hotbed for recruiting. And you can tell that it's competitive, you know, the different Mm -hmm. um, um, classes or programs that they have um you can already tell like ethan's gonna have to work to get in that with a good portfolio resume right he's gonna have to sell himself gonna work for it (laughs) yeah so um overall it was a really really good experience obviously we're gonna look around at some different stuff but i would love to see him get into that um cool just how long take you their facilities are great yeah uh about five but their facilities are great um so and it for what he wants to do with film um you know they have a, they have a professional sound stage which where movies come in and and do screenings and oh, just cool. just so many cool programs they have something called uh, Tiger Tank because their oh, yeah. mascots the tigers mm-hmm. so it's like a Shark Tank so people like kids from campus can pitch their ideas get funding mm. you know so I think that's pretty cool that is um, awesome we also lost a chicken
2: mm. oh yes I've been waiting for this story yeah this is sad. it
0: it last Monday um, I all well, I I built a chicken coop. Um, we got a new chicken coop. I hadn't put it up, but I did it on last Sunday and moved them out of the shed. And I'm glad we did it then, because when we moved the chickens, the, we noticed the one was just kind of staring at the ground. It looked kind of drunk. I was like, it looks drunk. Um, Lex went out Monday morning, and it was laying on its side with its beak underneath its Aww. its wing. Um, and so we brought it in. It just it couldn't stand up anymore. Its head was just, like, rolling around. It was pathetic. <laughs> Uh, to, Did to, you say <laughs> that?
3: You're pathetic. <laughs> You're pathetic <laughs> nugget. It was just, of all it, the chickens it, I've it ever had. It
0: was pathetic to watch. Um, Heartbreaking. And, and nugget was be- like she was beautiful. Like her her plumage was just gorgeous. So, anyways, took her to um, plumage. Plumage. That's the word, right? Yeah, it, it was, is now. I believe um, you.
2: No, it's good. It's good.
0: Uh, so we ended up taking her. Lex and Abby took her to uh, Ugh, a an this. exotic vet
2: well lex tried giving her a bath first lex, right lex like tried, there was a whole, you know yeah just because like at, first,
0: at first <laughs> at first we thought like maybe she just was egg bound like she had an egg stuck up in her uh, um, you know so sometimes they say that kind of stuff can relax them and then they'll pass the egg or whatever but that wasn't the case she uh, and they say birds can carry pain for you know and and things for a long long time and you never know so huh whether it was a cancer on her spine it's a a tough was, old bird yeah tough mm. old bird something neurological you know so anyways yeah. uh ended up having to put her down abby now has the chicken's ashes and oh. a an imprint oh, of the 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 claw oh. you know her one chicken claw <laughs> oh. and like abby's just so broken up about oh, this the amvet's vets was wonderful amvet's took great care very empathetic they they should have <clears throat> yeah. yeah they should have <laughs> <seconds. laughs> 600 and some dollars. I'd
1: I'd have been really good for you for 500.
0: Well, I did say, I did say in front of, in front of Abby two Lex, I was like, look, a 22 bullet. It's, it's a lot less expensive. Like, no, don't say that. Um, that's when I'm bad, Brian. So anyways, they get back from having this bird put down, They walk. They walk up the steps with Wendy's, oh. and uh, oh, come on. I, I almost said to Abby, "Oh, did you get chicken nuggets?" Oh, and god. then, then Abby is eating her chicken nuggets. Oh my god! She gosh. ended up ordering chicken what nuggets. What's the bird's name? Nugget. Okay. She ended up ordering <laughs> nuggets, chicken nuggets, and she's sitting there, and like it dawns on her, and nice. she like she just looks at it and goes. Uh, maybe this wasn't the best choice to get right now. <laughs> like, she, and she was serious about it, so she was pretty broken. Did up. she finish? She finished. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. power I, through. The last, power thing, through. the last thing I want to talk about is Lex and I had a great time on Saturday. We went down to the Andy Warhol Museum. We ended up getting, um, we ended up getting the museum passes. So it's like the Carnegie um, and then the Warhol. The Warhol was really cool. I've always kind of liked Warhol. Um, but Lex had, Lex and I had a really nice date there. And then we went and ate tacos across the street, actually right under PNC park. They had this place called, I think it was tacos and taps or taps and tacos or something. Um, really, really good tacos. So, um, it was a really nice day. Yeah. So there's been a lot going on with us way more than I can say in this little time. Yeah.
3: I'll be super fast and you can be uh, grateful for that. Um, uh, this week, Amy went down to North Carolina to see Lauren and Justin Boothby. Uh, they've sat at the table, and she had a great time. And I had some great daddy-daughter time. Yeah, you did. Um, took Maggie to see her first movie, which we saw the Super Mario Brothers movie, which was awesome. Did she enjoy it and follow? She it? did. Yeah, she was. She was a little antsy of like she wanted something to eat because I didn't. I, I didn't as a as her first movie. I didn't want to get her something to drink and have to get up in the middle of the movie and leave. So I was like we'll get a treat after and she was like can we can we get a treat and I was like we'll get it after but that was the only thing she was pretty pretty good the whole way through and one thing nowadays is you can reserve your seat you know gone mm. are the days of wh- right. of going in a half hour early to get a good seat yeah. and then the movie then the preview start, and then 20 minutes later the movie starts so you're there for almost an hour already on top of it but uh no she sat and we and she enjoyed it and she talked about it and it was it was awesome it was so much fun um and I recommend the movie. It's it's a lot of fun. If you've grown up with the Mario Brothers, uh there's a lot of throwback, a lot of nostalgia, and uh it's just it's just really, really, really good fun. Um and then lastly, uh getting healthier, getting stronger. Yep, down nine pounds, and that's I'm, nice. I'm benching fifty pounds more than I was in January. Seventy
1: five so. total.
3: that's right.
2: <laughs> Ounces. No. Uh
3: okay. Nah, so good. Yeah. All good.
2: Well, wait. Before we're done, I, I really want to hear about your uh, adventure today, Eric and Jay, in installing this
3: oh, the disc trail golf course cam stuff.
2: and the whole. Eh,
1: I mean, there's been vandalism on the <laughs> disc the golf course. And uh, not major, but annoying. And uh, shout out to Chadwick and Dennis who oh, cemented yeah. in the steps. They um, are in there. They were. They're just cinder blocks, but I dug them out and it had been pretty much a pain to make them. And whoever the vandals are were ripping them out. And so we uh, reactivated one uh, trail cam and put in two more. Mm-hmm. Appreciate. Eric did some background work on that. Realized to take the
3: cover off the lens and um, uh, be good. We should be good to go.
2: Now I have no idea how those things work. like. Can you monitor it like online, or you have to like? No, go? you have to
3: be there, but you can do it okay. on your phone when you're in like a certain distance. Through, oh, through okay. Bluetooth. They're motion activated, so you don't so have, you have to like go up the
2: ladder or whatever.
0: And, yeah, right. And, but they're yeah. motion
3: activated, like they mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, yeah. And especially because like we have, we had to
1: lock them and secure them to the trees so that they don't get stolen, right? Um, because they're not as discreet as the first one was. Hmm. But no, we should be good to go, and it'll be fun to see.
2: The first one was like, who's doing it? Tree shaped. Um,
1: I was (laughs) hidden
0: in the bushes. I'm really grateful that you guys did that. Yeah.
2: Mm. It's really sad that there's... I mean, at least this wasn't... It doesn't seem malicious, you said, like the vandalism. No, more
1: annoying. But, you know, when you look at something like this that's so terrible, I'm grateful that we even have a disc golf course in the first place. I am so grateful about that. And I'm grateful that we have friends that that i baptized last thursday who said jay we want to pay you back so we're gonna we're gonna carry cement Gosh. and a five gallon jug of water down that hill Duh. to yeah. put in. it's a
0: trek and then it a trek.
1: they only use like one of the gallons so he brought it <laughs> back up he brought it back up
3: yeah it's in the shed it's in the shed i'm gonna put it in the shed down there
2: that's wiki wick on uh tiktok i'm grateful you guys can like do another smooth transition after I step (laughs) on the first one. I'm
1: I'm grateful for you missing it the first time (laughs) and providing us that opportunity to do it a second time. So we have been wanting to talk about gratitude. Mm -hmm. Gratitude is something that is very, very underrated underutilized and under the radar. And we've been talking about it, uh, behind uh, outside of the table for a little bit and what i i thought we could finally talk about was how it affects emotional needs but we wanted to give you a little background first so the oxford definition chris we always like to go to the oxford that's the official
2: that's the official yeah um the quality of being thankful readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness
0: yeah that's okay brian gives it a thumbs up um yeah
1: is gratitude?
2: Is, uh, it's is it's being so grateful the same as thankful. Are we ca- are, are we calling them synonyms? I
0: think great. I think gratitude is magic. I, I literally believe that gratitude. The Brian Herd definition. That's the Brian definition. So it doesn't magic. quite square with the Oxford definition, <laughs> but I do believe that somebody that practices gratitude and really fully can can be grateful in the moment for what you have. Your life transforms in incredible ways. Um, don't what? give away the whole podcast. I'm not, but I was delivering water. I don't know if anybody what? knows that I delivered water. <laughs> I reached this point where I was so miserable. Sure. Like so, like so dark and black in my soul and just miserable. And somebody challenged me. Look, was that before you came to know Christ? Uh <laughs> no, I've known Christ for a long, long time. <laughs> sometimes better, sometimes worse. But they they challenged me to, to really start practice, like practicing gratitude. And I think that's something that bears. Um, talking about is that it becomes an intentional it can it needs to be an intentional discipline it's not this like ether kind of thing you know it doesn't you just don't it doesn't happen like if you start to practice the discipline of gratitude um, man like your life really does transform you start to really see the miracles that are that are there all around us um, all the time you know and you you just become a much Great, more grateful person by doing that. <laughs> I feel I, sorry. I just you
4: tailed off Dude, a little I bit. love
0: I love gratitude.
4: Oh, I'm so excited a, about
2: this. It's a good this. summary. I'm yeah. grateful for it.
1: Um, I would say the only problem I have with the Oxford and our guy Jay Frank said he's more of a Webster's guy. Right. So I'm going to have to look into that. We'll next use time. Webster next time. I think Webster Webster last <laughs> time was like being grateful, and I was like, <laughs> All right, <laughs> what are you going to do? I get it. Is uh, to show appreciation for and to return kindness. I don't know that it's centered around kindness. You can be grateful for anything, not just kindness, right? Sure. Uh, so I would say the the lunchtime in Rome definition is the mindset and action of appreciating that which you do have or the situation that you are in.
2: Yeah, I like I like that you used the word mindset because in the Oxford thing where it says return kindness, I don't know. I don't know. I think of being grateful as as a mindset. It's a way that you you feel. Right, it doesn't
1: have to have first blessed you you know like it's not you're returning something
0: right it's it's, it's saying you well, are
2: grateful for something that has blessed you is that what you're right. right
0: Or you can find the blessing in it yeah. yes yeah because again going back to i when i delivered water um i had to start from basically from scratch like i am grateful that i have my eyesight so that i can drive this truck mm-hmm. i am grateful that i have air in my lungs so that i can move my body so that i can um you know provide for my family you know it I it isn't just a returning of something that's been, I, I, it's a recognition of those, those things that you may allow to go unnoticed in my opinion.
1: So, you know, why be grateful? Why haven't, why have,
3: uh, and <laughs> is my goal. And I'm not even gonna say it. Why be grateful? I mean, for me, you know, it is biblical, you know, we're okay, called to think about the good things, you know, um, and there there are times where I've, where I've been like down and out, and like you kind of have to like force yourself and think about like the good that you have and the good um, things that, like so, some things that you, like like Brian, you said, like eyesight and breathing, like things that you do every day and you don't really think about. But there's people in this world that don't have those things. And you can do so much more than them, you know, just, you know, with those small things. And and being grateful, like, you know, yeah, so. I think, like, I think that there's a
0: spectrum where um, on one, and, you know, maybe it's not exactly this, but you can practice gratitude and be grateful, or you can slide into a very entitled mentality. And bitter. And And bitter. bitter. I was going to say
3: bitter, yeah. Right. Like,
0: I I remember when we went on a missions trip to Brazil, we went to a garbage dump where people were actually living in this garbage dump. Some of the happiest people I've ever met. Mm. um, Because they were grateful that they got to take this spoiled milk off this truck today and drink it. Like it, it blew my mind. Yeah. And then I like, I contrasted that with like, I just thought about all the Americans that I know that, you know, they just spoiled. And like, mm-hmm. you just, you see these people like the walking milk. like the milk. Yes. But you see these people walking but around, get, but they don't like, get drank. Like you said, Jay on Sunday, like your mouth gets smaller, smaller, bitter mouth, small bitter mouth. mouth, avoid yeah. people so, with a small mouth. So I think gratitude can be the antidote to that entitlement and bitterness. That so many of us can slide into, especially when things aren't quite going our way in life.
2: I think it's um, it, it we're answering the question why have it? it. It's it's also just it's it's healthier, right? It's it's healthier to aim for a positive outlook, and I think gratitude is part of that. And it, it, I mean mentally healthier, but that bleeds right into physio- physiologically as well you know mm, i mean it, yeah. it has an a, it's holistic a, a definite effect yeah on yeah. on your whole being to never consider the the positives we could call them the blessings or we could whatever um but to to be grateful for those those aspects or even those 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 small items in your in your life yeah
0: i feel like it just gives you one more lens that you can see the world through double bonus points Mm, great. Because right. I was just going to
1: say, you know, Chris, you said outlook, and I think we all look through life through lenses, mm-hmm. whether we know it or not. Mm-hmm. Gracious or gratitude is one of them. Mm-hmm. Bitterness is another one. Mm-hmm. Now, there's there's many. There's skeptical.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, there is optimistic. There's pessimistic. But I think with an attitude, a lens of gratitude, go ahead, I'm, I interrupted you.
0: You see things that you couldn't have seen before. Yes. and And those things can make all the difference in... How you approach the rest of your minute, day, hour—you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, you operate out of the lens of which you look through. Correct, and it—and whether a, you know it or it, not, it's—it's it's, gratitude is an abundance mindset. You know, it—it's not a lacking mindset because when you start seeing gratitude, you start to you start to count those blessings. The glass
2: st- of milk is half full.
3: Yeah, I was—I was—I saw a clip uh, the other day. This guy saying um, he was talking about his kids, and you know. There's times where I, just, I get so frustrated with Maggie. What? and Your and, hands are all clawed. You're like, like <laughs> I just like, i like, and I need to walk away. And he said, he was like, you know, and somebody told me so, one day that imagine you're 80 years old and you have a time machine. And the only time that you can come back to is in this moment mm-hmm. where you just want to rage and yell mm-hmm at Mm. your kid because they're not obeying you or that you're, they're not listening to you or whatever. And like, it kind of gives you that gratitude lens Mm -hmm. of like, I have a daughter. We've prayed for her. She's not understanding. Right. You know, her head is, her mind is full and can't comprehend things right now. Like, Let's chill out a little bit and let's be in this moment because you're never going to get it back again.
0: And if you came back in that time
3: machine to that moment, like you're, you're suggesting, wow, how disappointed you'd be in yourself or. No, like what, like what, what can you do now to make it better? Like mm. looking that lens through of like, I'm grateful for this moment, even though she's like really testing my patience. What can I do to meet her need if I'm not? Cause like, like a lot of times, like with Maggie specifically is like, she won't listen. It'll be like the fourth time I'm telling her to do something and she hasn't done it. And I'm just, I'm tired of saying it over and over again. And I know like she's four, right? Typical four-year-old. But to me, like I want it done yesterday. I'm just that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So for me to think of like, okay, like to take a step back, just be grateful that yeah. she is healthy. She's um, smart, funny, you know, all those things. But in this moment, she's she's not really doing what I need her to do, but how can I through all that, being thankful for everything else, how can I meet her need and do better?
2: There's something to be said, too. Sorry. One sec. There's something to be said, too, about um, that's like a second tier, second level of um, gratitude is being grateful for the, the imperfect times, being mm-hmm. grateful for the difficulties because we've all you know, you 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 know what's good because of what's bad. You know right. what's you know you, you you can you can reflect upon and in a way be grateful for something difficult happening because you know that you can strengthen an aspect of your life through that. Right. Or you or you know you're gonna come out the other side and there or you know just you're gonna wake up tomorrow and it's gonna be a fresh day. Right. So you can you know you can well, and have I those think moments I think it's in
0: those hard hardest times where it's most important to practice gratitude mm-hmm. because again those are the times that that will test you and turn you bitter or make you entitled if you're not or make you stronger. Or, yeah. Um we have Jay again. How would you describe the difference or line between being grateful and becoming complacent in a way where you are not striving to do more?
1: Mm. I would say there those are separate things because to be, you know, wow, this is really terrible. I had a terrible day. Everything's bad, whatever else, man, I'm grateful that I have this opportunity in front of me. And I'm grateful that tomorrow I can overcome this and I can move move forward. You know, you were grateful for your, your job and everything else, but you didn't stay at as a water delivery correct plan. right you know so I, I would say they're not mutually exclusive right would be uh you know you can be grateful but yeah. I'm not going to stay here I think mm-hmm. if you're not grateful you're more than likely to fall into self-condemnation and be like man this was well, is my life now. this is it my i don't lot. I don't deserve i of course this would happen <laughs> to me yeah. and no I don't deserve any better
0: no you and, can still be ambitious and you can still be aggressive in goals and things like that but uh, you know, I I read something this morning um, about the Israelites getting manna in the desert, right? Where God gave them enough manna for today. Don't don't save it. Can't save it. It, it turns it it rots. And Send so the dumps in Brazil. Like I do. <laughs> I I see I see gratitude in much the same way. Is that it? It has to be an everyday thing, and and you're gonna get enough in your day that doesn't mean that you have to like like you said jay it doesn't mean that you have to become complacent or accept where you're at you can still be aggressive and you can still have those ambitions i think it comes back to uh, something we don't talk as
1: much about here at the table which is perspective And if you guys want to go back and listen to episode 106 with Joseph Jason, he's the one who just hammered that home, Oh yeah, you know, and having been in prison for 15 years, you you listen to somebody like that who turns their life around. Mm -hmm. And if your perspective is, Hey, I'm going to have a a grateful heart, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to look at it that way, or I'm going to have a negative heart back to that lens. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something that shapes everything else around you. And so what we wanted to do and what I challenged these, these men to do is take a look at, because as I was preparing this, episode i thought you know it's interesting gratitude helps each and every one of our emotional needs mm-hmm. whether we have it it makes it better if we don't it makes it less worse yeah so we're going to just break down each of the emotional needs please feel free to go to lunchtimeinrome.com and if it works for you uh it you, should now it, well, it should it didn't just now for me but that's
2: another point
3: No, come on <laughs> it's just me
1: man it's just me
2: did we uh it's blocked
1: on my uh website what
2: did, we, did you say we're heading into the emotional needs?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, I'm in the middle of the transition for that.
2: <laughs> well, I like to interrupt those. Um, but did you want to – there was another thing?
1: We covered most of that, but I would like to hear – Chris would like to talk about how you can be more grateful.
2: Right, right, right. Just uh, – so Jay challenged me, so I – Oh, okay. I, I didn't know. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jay challenged me. He said, well, just, you know, if, if we want to talk about some ways to do that, look them up. So I, you know, naturally Googled and clicked on the first website I found. And this is from USU. Any guesses of what uh, institution United that is? United States University. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't you just tell Utah us? State University. Ah, yes. The Flying know. Dutchman. <laughs> Maybe I don't know, but they give four four uh, examples in this in this page. They have that says gratitude has a fantastic benefit. So how does one better cultivate this attitude of gratitude? Consider these four tips. So the first one may work for some. I don't know if I could do it. It's a gratitude journal, which we fair, have fair. yeah heard heard that before. And, and I mean journaling is is definitely a legit way of.
3: Well, because you have Focusing to write it down, thoughts. you have to think about it, yeah. right? Right, forces you to think. Yeah,
2: share with others your uh, appreciation for them, or you know, in other words, your gratitude for actions that they have done, which again brings it for it. It becomes a a a thought in the in the forefront of your mm-hmm. actions and in, and in your mind. Obviously, we've talked about look for the positive. And then the final one, it says some people need a visual reminder. It may be helpful to those individuals to create a list of people or things that they often maybe take for granted, uh, mm-hmm. things that they should be grateful for, that they, that they gloss over in their lives. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, put it, up, put it on your fridge uh, or something. Well, like people, you know? people have
0: pictures of their family on their phone. You yeah. know, I think that that's a great way to remember, hey, I've got a great family and I want to be grateful for them.
2: That's all I got. All right. I just so want I just
0: want to share that, you know. Now. Now and
2: now.
1: Now we unveil that Jay Frank is in fact Jared Frank.
2: That's Jared. sits, what? With,
1: sits with sits with us at the table.
3: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He, he's he's going, his going his by first Jay? His first name is Has a Jay. J. Is Jay Frank like his CIA name? Uh, he said it's
2: his
1: YouTube name, but could be the same.
3: Ah,
2: I okay. guess I just couldn't make out his his picture from from across the room. Well, Jared, it's great. That sorry, I Jared, do. we just he, sorry, your he wondered life. if I
1: recognized him um, from <laughs> twenty feet away <laughs> he's in his he profile said he's picture. At GC too, radio. too late. Uh, uh, they're listening. Sorry, they are Jared. Listening, Frank. <laughs> Did not know. My bad. He said uh, he's keeping secrets from Max. Ah.
3: Uh, uh, um,
1: <laughs> So the point of the story is we're going to break down each emotional <laughs> need. Go to com and take our relational needs questionnaire. Find out which one is your highest, your three highest, your three lowest. So let's start off with acceptance. If you have a high need of acceptance. I do. Which is being loved even though you've made a mistake. Mm-hmm. If you have a heart of gratitude, how can that help you? You're an expert in acceptance.
3: Yeah. So the way I looked at this one. Because um, I, I really focused on my top emotional needs when I was looking at this, because that's You're passionate about it and you're an expert on those. Right. So, high need of acceptance, the, I will give an example. Like, Let's say I did something at work that did not go over well. Mm-hmm. I still have friends that will accept me, and one, that I did something not great at work, they will still accept me, or if i were to let some like let a friend down or something like we could talk about it and get through it you know like i'm grateful for that and i will always have that like with you guys cuz yeah i, I was going to tail into belonging but i don't want to do that yet
2: but yeah it's, it's definitely i'm sorry go ahead go oh, you please well step de- but yeah to continue that that's definitely being grateful for those people in your life, right. who do accept you? Because ultimately, right? like so. it's
3: going to be okay. I'm going to have the group of people that is going to be accepting of me. Well, like you said, if it's a work situation, well, you know what? I'm really grateful that I have this job. Yeah,
1: yeah, there's that too. Assuming you don't get <laughs> and I'm
3: fi- grateful I'm not fired. Well, I was just going to say, assuming you didn't get
1: fired, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> you know, you've got a boss that understands the mistakes. So right. yeah, I man, I'm really worried about this, right. but boy, I'm glad I have a job. Or if it's a relationship, well, yeah. at least I have a relationship where I care if I screw up. Yeah. <laughs> You know, if I'm just all alone, your need for acceptance is met Mm -hmm. because you're not failing anybody but yourself, right?
0: It really helps you to see the larger alternatives because, you know, like with your, with your case, man, I screwed up at work and now, you know, people at work are mad at me. You could focus on that and that could become the tunnel vision that you have and that just takes you down a black hole or you step back and look above the sun Mm, and say, fine.
3: By the way, I, I didn't, I didn't uh, screw up at work. I just wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs>
0: but but you, pull up, you, pull that, you pull that back yeah. and, and just say, you know what? Here's the larger world. It, it gives you that perspective that allows you to maintain um, proper mindset. Proper mindset. Uh, correct. Yeah. Outlook. Yeah. Second one is affection. You have a high need for affection, whether
1: it's verbal, hey, I love you, or it's physical, a hug, or whatever. How, is gratitude, how would gratitude help that need? whether you're getting it or not getting it. Mm. Well, one of the things I thought of, <laughs> you know, at least, you know, hopefully you have somebody around you that you want affection, you mm-hmm. know, that you have at least some relationship there. Um, once again, unless you're completely shut down. But if you're like, man, I really wish my wife was more affectionate. You got a wife, mm-hmm. that's a right. good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? So you can take, the more you look at that and you're like, well, I do have these people in my life and I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I wish they were more loving.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, then you're going to be more eager to meet their needs, which will then give them a chance to meet your need for affection.
4: Mm-hmm. If
1: you're just bitter and angry all the time because your needs aren't getting met and you're not showing thanks for the relationship, well, then it's never going to get met. Right. That would be the one of the things I thought of. That is a good point because
2: I was sitting here thinking, oh, I'm, I'm grateful she... Touched my arm today.
1: <laughs> well, and you can go grateful for the not negative. You know, at yeah. least we didn't fight today.
2: Right, right. At okay. least she mm. was mm.
1: kind to me. At least whatever. And the other thing is, uh, be, you know, that they give you any affection. You know, that, mm-hmm. again, you know, that even if it's not what you want, you know, you want all, you want 100. Well, they gave you 10. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But they gave you ten. They gave you ten. And for them, that might be a hundred.
0: Yeah, that's a reach for them on that day.
1: Yeah, right. Or any day. Yeah. And so you're grateful for that. Appreciation, hey, that's being thanked for things that you do. So if you have a gratitude mindset.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think for me, this the appreciation one is when somebody does show appreciation, again there's so much negativity and there's so much, not even just negativity, but there's so Those much are two separate statements, right? You just said when people show you appreciation, there's so much negativity. No, 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 no. no I, I started two sentences. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's so much negativity in the world. And even if it's not negativity, there's so much ti- There's so many times where you feel like you did something that could be recognized. Even if you aren't looking for that recognition, where people gloss it over. So there's very little appreciation for what you've done. Mm-hmm. A lot of times in life. Right? So I would it, say the majority. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> like it, it's it's either negative feedback or it's just no we're feedback. not nothing or not noticed, right. right? And so when somebody does go out of their way to say, "You know what? That was a great job that you did." Or, you know, this this when you when we had this conversation, it it really changed things for me. That fills me with such gratitude because... Right, but that's being grateful for it. Right.
1: What happens if you have a high need and you're not getting it? How can gratitude change that?
0: Oh, um... Eric, would you... Were you gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. <laughs>
3: what uh, you're well, just saying I, is, I really appreciate yeah, yeah. it. I'm very so, grateful when I so get So what we've, what we've discovered is Brian has a high need of appreciation. Yeah, let's put that out. he uh, values was, it. He values it. I was going to say, like in the example of like doing a project and working on a project, Like Brian, you're doing a big job right now. Let's say you didn't get a good attaboy. You can still appreciate and be grateful for the great job that you did, and you finished it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I, I think that's the number one thing
2: you were honored or well, maybe honored is too strong a word, but, but given that task because of your merit or, you know, because mm-hmm. of, I,
1: yeah, I mean, that, Hey, at least, for, at least I did something right. mm-hmm. that deserves to be appreciated. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I made the joke, not the joke. I told Eric Bella was running late and I was annoyed, but I'm like, I'm still going to love her. And so I went in the kitchen and got a water bottle cuz she always grabs a water bottle before we leave. And then I, she's like I have to get a water bottle. I was like, "No, I already got it for you, honey." And then we were halfway to the school and she goes, "So where's the water bottle?" And I'm like, "I told you it was by the door."
4: <laughs>
1: and so I was like, I, I even in trying to be nice, I, I I didn't get appreciated for something I did. But like if I sit back, I go, I still got her the water bottle, right? You know. Right. And then I gave her my water bottle. But yeah, so being grateful, having uh an attitude where you're just like hey at least i did my part. Mm. And the second thing i would i would say is that there's people that you value enough in your life that you want them to appreciate you. You know. Oh they, yeah. You know cuz if you know if somebody you know like a 2-year-old sees you jump up and down they're like wow that's amazing you're like <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> yep, that's what i do. <laughs> that's what that's, it's not amazing. But if if you're not getting it but at least i have somebody in my life that i care about. That I want them to appreciate me more. I mean, it's a little more hollow. Mm-hmm. It's a little more hollow. It's not going to really get right. you through, mm-hmm. but it, it's being grateful for that.
2: Yeah, attention, Jay.
3: Well, one
1: of <laughs> oh, you needs is
2: attention, so yeah. you're. An expert I'm, in I'm it. like, oh great! He he's going to introduce attention, <laughs> and his
4: <laughs> <biggest>
3: introduction was, <laughs> "Jay, attention." <laughs> he's like, was, "I'm giving you attention right you, now." What are you offering me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Attention is the black sheep of the. Emo- you could have introduced attention yeah. as attention
2: enough. is. Jay <laughs> likes to 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 speak about how it's the black sheep of the emotional needs family because it's a tough one to know that person that needs a ton of attention. Um, but no, I just the reason I, that, turned, I think
1: it's sometimes very obvious yeah. the person that needs attention.
2: No, it's tough to. What did I? say? It could be tough to be you around it's tough that to person. Know the person. Oh, that's what I meant. Brian. Oh, yeah, to be yeah. It can yeah. Be, oh, I understand. It could be tough to. Uh, <laughs> No, 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 no. It can be tough to to, <laughs> to what, give that person... Lead. That's what you love. Jay, time. just keep digging, Ooh, Chris. Keep... I touched your hand. I'm sorry about that.
4: <laughs> I don't know why. I
1: didn't
3: like it. I was a little the listener. reason I said Smell Jay like is because
2: we all know, and Jay would be the first to say, he's a person who... who that's one of his higher needs.
1: It is. <laughs> With attention, once again, I would say that you have people places, organizations, whoever that you want attention from. you know. Unless, again, one, if you don't, well, mm-hmm. then you're not going to have any gratitude for that. But even that, okay. So, if Rachel's not paying enough attention to me, hey, man, I got a great wife, and, and I'm going to love and serve her, and we're going to work on that, so I'm grateful for her. Grateful for my kids. Grateful for my church. Grateful for my friends. Okay, great. What if I had none of that? Well, I'm grateful that I have another chance tomorrow to meet somebody that I'm going to become friends with, and maybe they'll pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. You know, to have the opportunity to meet the need, to to grow so that you're not so attention-seeking, mm-hmm. I think, are, are different ways you, you're uh, having a mindset of gratitude can help you with that attention.
0: Let me, can I ask something? Mm-hmm. At church on Sundays, especially mm-hmm. at the nine o'clock, you yes. always say, all right, time to go get coffee. Shake hands with people that look like they want their hand shaken. Don't for the people. Do you think the people that don't want attention can be grateful by me not coming over to shake their hand? Oh, absolutely. Hey, you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> and,
2: <laughs> and grateful for Job Jay done. pointing it out, because yeah, I always appreciate I'm, that, that Jay's like, you know, we we, we see that. We recognize that not everybody, you know, wants that or needs that attention, and uh, that's okay.
3: I love yeah, that. And I was going to say, I don't think we mentioned this yet, because um, we've talked a lot of, a lot about of not getting these needs met. And what you don't want to do is, steal these things getting mm. the attention from all the wrong places right because like we've talked about that on previous podcasts but if if you haven't if this is your first time listening it's bad to go and get attention from something that you shouldn't like uh you know somebody that's not your wife or you know like that
0: that like
2: that something kind of thing you have to pay money for
0: <laughs> <laughs> or we, we always use affection yeah. don't try to steal a hug from somebody right because you need affection right, right. so right yeah that's what eric's talking about <clears throat> Uh, belonging, the need yeah. to belong. <laughs> Do nothing.
4: Us, nailed it.
3: Um,
0: I talked a lot about 15 minutes ago. I'm spent now. So okay. I got nothing.
3: I got this one because right. uh, I have a high need of belonging. Um, you know, it's. I kind of did the. When I was talking about acceptance, I feel like I was kind of talking more about belonging because to me, they were kind of the same in the same breath. But um because when you're not accepted you don't feel like you belong right and um and in that um mindset the with a high need of belonging i do want to be part of a group Mm -hmm. you know and sometimes i'm not part of a group or i haven't been accepted into that group but i'm grateful for this group that i have here Mm -hmm. and other friends that i have but um, for everyone that sits at the table yeah like it's it's one of those things where i can always come back to you guys the you know four families you know other you know duke and lydia max you know there's always somebody for me to feel belonging to um if i haven't been accepted by
2: um somebody else this is one i also ha- um have a higher need for and every time we hit, we hit one that f- fits that for me that's one of mine i'm always like Oh that sounds really tough if you don't have that like it it really if you don't belong like i am very grateful like t- to like you said eric just the place i i am in my life now that friends and mm-hmm. and family and i feel like there's like a support system and a that that i belong to so i'm grateful for that but the absence of that like how how do you find gratitude in in the need for belonging that's, i don't know that's a tough one for me to wrap my head around
1: well it, to me it's probably the most difficult one because if you're truly all alone it's a pretty dark place mm-hmm. and you know it's all it, it's always as we point out terrible to be alone well if you have a high need for belonging okay it's the <laughs> worst for you to be alone but you can look backwards at okay where did I belong where where were my groups mm-hmm. in the past mm-hmm. be grateful for those because I think that can help you sort of reassert reassess yourself. Okay. Well, what was I like then? Mm-hmm. And, and did I smother people? And did I do whatever? But boy, I'm grateful for that experience because now maybe moving forward, I can be better off that way. And if you're like, no, you know what? I just haven't found anybody that's worthy of me. Now, I don't know who's actually saying that, but at least you're like, you know what? I have the confidence that I'm worthy of that. Mm-hmm. No, maybe you don't have the confidence in that. Okay. Well, then you can work on that, but you can say, I just haven't found my niche yet
2: when you mention that like thinking about your past and where you used to fit in and is it do you consider it a, a an authentic uh, um Meeting quality of action to to pursue belonging like i know you don't want to steal it but if you really you're alone you you don't have any current friend groups your family lives far away whatever you don't feel like you belong is it a good action to go like to seek out like oh I'm gonna, I'm gonna go join the local disc golf league or something and try absolutely. to absolutely sure yeah, right It's not stealing it no yeah. just right. if you okay. become
1: something you're not in order to do that right then that's gonna you're be
2: pursuing, damaging to you and you many know ways. finding a group yeah. right
0: and <laughs> along the way you pick up disc golf and you can be grateful for a new <laughs> skill that you have there you go <laughs> honestly like mm-hmm. hey yeah I don't belong I'm gonna go. Try to find my belonging in disc golf. And you suck at disc golf. Nobody, like, nobody, nobody likes you in disc <laughs> golf, but you're enjoying disc golf. And when you miss a putt, somebody's going to come
1: alongside you and comfort you, which ah. is our next yeah. emotional need. Comfort is joining somebody in their emotions, rejoicing with them when they rejoice. That's not comfort, but huh. uh, mourning with them, grieving with them when they're sad. Um, if you have a high need for comfort and you're aware of that, you should be grateful mm-hmm. because I would say of all the emotional needs this is one of the ones that people don't even know. They don't know how to comfort. So if you're if you're cognitive enough yeah. to be like, "Man, I really wish people came alongside me more." Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're ahead of the game mm-hmm. and you're going to be that for other people.
2: Most people's best comfort is, "Oh, I've been there."
1: I mean, maybe they'll throw some scripture. Out. We've talked about comfort. Obviously, yeah. we probably can continue to do that. So the fact that you're even aware that you have that high need, you should be so grateful mm-hmm. because you're going to be the best person in anybody's world. Mm-hmm. To me, that it's just you are, if you can get good at comfort, you will stand out in any circle you're in. Mm-hmm. And so you should be grateful for that is, is mine. Have you guys come up with anything?
2: I think that's beautiful.
1: We've talked about the other ones as well. Thinking of times in the past where you were
2: comforted—that's
1: mm-hmm. how how precious and rare being comforted is. Mm-hmm. I can list for you the times people came alongside me and just shut their mouth mm-hmm. and cried with me, or put their you know arm around me. Man, that's that's it's, it's so rare. If you've ever gotten it, ugh, be so grateful for it, and encourage others to do the same. Encouragement is. At a boy, I believe you can get it done. You have a task, you have a challenge, you're doing something, and somebody says, "I believe you can do it." I think we should do this along with support. Support is saying to somebody, "Let me help you do it," because I came up with the exact same answer for both. For me,
3: yeah, because I was having, I have a need of support, and I, I don't know. Like if you don't get it. I mean, I'm grateful for this project that I still need help for. Yes. Like, you know
0: what yes. I mean? Well, like 100? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and so actually today um, I don't have a, a huge need of support, but when I do need it, I need it. And at work, you know, um, there's I work from home completely separate from my main office, and so there can be a disconnect. And mm-hmm. so anyways, today talking to one of my bosses – He came alongside and proactively did something that I was like, thank you so much for doing. Like he Mm. he called in another team member that he was able to see Mm -hmm. that would be perfect for this position. And I was very grateful for that Mm -hmm. because he saw a need, even if it's, like I said, an emotional need that I'm not high on in that moment, I needed it. So I was very grateful for that foresight, that leadership that somebody took in my life. I agree, mm-hmm. and I think more with Eric,
1: or alongside what Eric was saying is, if you have something to overcome, boy, I'm grateful for the challenge, and I'm grateful right. that I'm worthy. yeah, I could use some encouragement, I could use some support, some support, but I'm grateful I got something to overcome because that's right. an opportunity to achieve. Yeah. Whether or not hmm. um, respect, oh boy, um, you know, if you have a high need for respect, why should you be grateful?
3: Brian, when Chris not, would when say you're not getting
1: it. Oh, I thought this was the easiest one. Number 1 that you're worthy of respect. Man, I am worthy of respect. Well, right, nobody respects me. Right. Uh, I'm uh, grateful uh, that I am awesome enough that somebody should respect what I'm doing. I don't want to say that's that because when, like I want to seem conceded, that's a good point. That's Well, good but
3: point. I, well cuz I believe every human deserves respect. But Right, made in God's image. Right. Um, that, okay.
2: It's funny. Start to, there. Yeah, yeah, right. Hey, right. I'm still here. I'm just, I'm
3: right. I'm still somebody. You say yeah, it that yeah. way,
2: though, but I feel like, because I also have a high need for respect.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't respect you enough by saying, Chris, you have a high need no, for respect. No,
2: oh, no, that's fine, because I, I was glad you focused on Brian, because I didn't have anything to say. But now I do. Um, I don't want
0: to steal the attention no. <laughs> from you,
2: Chris. <laughs> but that's because like, I
0: respect you so much.
2: I, when, I think part of the reason I get angry when I feel disrespected is because... There's there's like a voice or a part of my brain that is like, well, yeah, you don't deserve respect. You know what I mean? Like, so that that's that's tricky for me to feel grateful that at least I I have some self. Well,
1: when you don't believe it, that yeah, is, then you wouldn't be grateful for that. Yeah, out. right.
2: I, it's just a challenge. I'd be grateful yeah. that
1: in that moment I would be grateful that I am self aware enough that I'm checking myself.
2: Yeah. And I'm grateful
1: that I haven't given myself over to arrogance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and that the Holy yeah. Spirit's working in my heart to say, you know what? You
0: don't really deserve much respect right now, mm-hmm. except for the fact the base level respect that one would get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think when I feel disrespected, a lot of times what I'll do is go back to past accomplishments um, and kind of, like I said, look at myself in and say, you know what? I don't care. Like, okay, I felt disrespected here. Um. I'm grateful for these things that I've done in the past. I'm grateful for. And certainly respect you've gotten in the past. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, maybe that person. And, and I'm grateful for how I've been able to sew into somebody else's lives so that they can, you know, feel respected, even though I don't feel respected in this moment. And that could be applied to
3: a lot of them. Like, you know, you know, one thing. Well, we talk about, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you. Be, <clears throat> sure. Yeah, clearly. You know, because you said, I, I don't, because you said don't steal it. Right. Because one of the ways you
1: steal it is by giving it. You give right. what you want to get. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you do it intentionally and not to get, mm-hmm. but just, well, since right. I since I really want value part. respect, just want I'm going to say, hey, you do a nice job. Right. right. And you're going to go, hey, at least I did my job. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I gave respect. You know, you don't sit there and go, and? Yeah. <laughs> and.
3: Yeah. And I was even going to say, like, going back to, like, appreciation. Like, hey, maybe I didn't get appreciated this time, but I got appreciated last time. There'll be another time coming. And... Mm-hmm. I haven't appreciated anybody in a while. Mm. Maybe I'm being a bit of a jerk. I have the opportunity. I have yeah. the opportunity, which I'm I mean. grateful for.
1: Exactly. Uh, lastly, because we already support is security, mm-hmm. both emotional and rela- or physical and relational.
3: Yeah, I mean.
1: <laughs> you, you brought us; we were all excited. we were so excited. I, I, well, then
3: I thought it was so dumb. Like no, in I my head, I was not. like, "This is so dumb." You said, was, like,
0: silence would be better than the answer. Like, I'm about <laughs> an
1: awkward silence
3: would be better. You know me; I walk with all the confidence on the. And the old
0: Dukes of Hazzard shows, like <laughs> yep. when they went to commercial, they're like, "Do do do," going over the ravine. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened with Eric <laughs> just there. I was like, those <laughs> those boys were in a heap of trouble. I was wow. just gonna say. So actually, what we just <laughs> heard, I'm really
3: grateful for you, Brian, because I was gonna say it was more like a do 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 like window shutting down. No, no the pod- I exciting.
1: The yeah. podcast just froze, and you heard, well, now Eric's got himself in a bit of a pickup. We're going to see what happens after this commercial Eric break. Eric
3: feels
0: like a long-tailed cat in a room full
1: of rocket chairs. This is going
3: to make this even more anti-climatic. All right, everybody,
1: gather around, gather around, okay, gather around, wh- gather around. Okay, wh- everybody, look at Eric.
3: No, I was thinking, so security, because I don't have a high need of security. Nah. But we've talked about, like, you know, is the front door locked? Right. I'm grateful I got two legs I can get up and go check. Oh, absolutely! For, I have a lock yeah. on my front door. Yeah, that's just if it's not locked. It's simple.
0: I'm grateful that yeah, you're grateful that you can
1: that you have the ability to secure things, right?
0: Yeah, I All have right. a house that I can go lock that door on. Mm-hmm. You know,
4: mm-hmm. I have a relationship have a
1: that I'm worried someone's going to break. Right. Hey, at least I got that relationship. Yep. Mm. Um, yeah, you value that you have something that mm-hmm. you're afraid to lose, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term.
2: In summary, I, it, it seems like. For all of these, like if you are not having a certain emotional need met, gratitude can serve as like a a bridge or something like a mental I would say bridge. maybe a life preserver. Yeah. Okay, great. A mental life preserver to say, okay, I'm not getting this now. Let me switch up the way I'm thinking about this in order to transition it you know, in, in a different direction.
0: Yeah. And I think to sum up too, gratitude will take you from looking at the negative about a situation, pulling you back and going, man, there is so much, such a bigger picture here that I can be grateful for. Uh,
1: one other thing in regards to all of this, I think another side effect or a bonus of being grateful is that you will much more value it when you have your need met. So mm-hmm. if you really mm-hmm. have a high need for respect, if you're grateful more when wear. it is met, Mm -hmm. it'll keep you from obsessing and Mm -hmm. then becoming that maniacal. Mm -hmm. I always, the attention seeking behavior, the respect, Mm -hmm. the person that just demands respect everywhere. If they would sit back and be grateful for the respect that they get, they wouldn't be so hungry to steal it or demand it in other aspects. Mm -hmm. Jay Frank, AKA Jared asked, not in DC at the moment. He said, (laughs) you know, how do we feel um, about, Trying to make someone who is sad or upset be more grateful without seeming fake. Now, what is the answer to that? How do you make someone who is sad or upset more grateful? Uh, Okay. Come on, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Answer for Jared. I don't
3: know if I understand it.
2: So it's it's, it's sort of like facts, logic, and reason is what. Uh, Yeah, uh, okay. okay. or? I get it. Andor. Okay. Reason? Oh, you're
1: sad and you're upset. But you know what? you got a lot going for you. you got a lot of good things going for you. Okay, It's facts, logic, and reason. What else is it?
3: I was It's say also could, critical. Could, it, don't, it, it's, be right. don't be
1: sad. Don't be upset. Yeah. Look at all the good things you have going for you. you could, so I don't think you'll seem fake. But I think... Well, no, I interrupted you twice. That's why I'm pointing.
2: I don't think you'll seem <laughs> Clearly fake. Clearly, he's apologizing by doing this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it just won't be effective.
3: Eric? Yeah, I was going to say, like, ignoring, like... Uh, don't worry about it, you know, or, you know, just, I'll move on, you know,
1: tomorrow's coming. I think to answer Jared's question, we would say, you're going to want to make sure you comfort them first, join them in their sadness and their upsetness. And then once again, we always say there is a time and a place for facts, logic, and reason. It ain't when they're first initially hurt. Right. So you come alongside, come alongside them, earn the right to be hurt a little bit. And then maybe they even ask you, man, I just don't have anything. And then you say, well, can I point out a few things you do have? And they go, "No." You go, "All right." All
3: right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're a lost, go, idiot. <laughs> or like, you know, after you <laughs> That's <laughs> why. After you comfort them, you could say, "Man, I'm so grateful for you." Mm-hmm. You know. And even just set the example like you're you're grateful and yeah. maybe they'll kind of feel the same way.
1: The last thing and Brian, you just touched on this is I there is a Tyler Tote who we talked about his marriage tips or something once we've talked about having him on the podcast, but he's probably not going said he would. He has a rule in his house. If you're going to complain, you also have to have gratitude. And so like his seven year old daughter, I hate doing the dishes, but I'm grateful that we had dinner. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. I can't stand, you know, I I can't believe my car got dented. Grateful. I drive a nice car. Mm -hmm. You know, I hate doing the laundry. Boy, it's great to have, you know, and I thought, man, that is a great antidote. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. And
1: we talked about earlier that for that negative spirit, mm-hmm. looking at things, a different lens, but it's the antidote mm-hmm. for the for the negativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I challenge anybody else, next time you find yourself complaining, try to attach some gratitude.
2: Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's
0: such an antidote.
2: <laughs> it really is. And that's it for episode 198. Oh, we are creeping up on 200. Uh, If you can, give us a like or follow on social media and definitely visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, take our relational needs questionnaire, as Jay mentioned earlier. And uh, thank you for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in Rome. Goodbye. See you next week. Grateful for all of you.
1: I'm not the most uh,
0: spiritual guy in the world. Name's not Buddy. It's Jim.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There was a fire. Sorry.
0: It looked kind of drunk. I was like, it looks drunk. Her plumage was just gorgeous. Did she finish? She finished.
2: I touched your hand. I'm sorry about that. I don't (laughs) know why. I didn't like it. You're lost,
0: idiot.
1: I'm not the most uh, spiritual guy in the
0: world. Name's not Buddy. It's Jim.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There was a fire. Sorry.
0: It looked kind of drunk. I was like, it looks drunk. Her plumage was just gorgeous. Did she finish?
2: She finished. I touched your hand. I'm sorry about
4: that. (laughs) I don't know why. I didn't like it. You're lost,
2: idiot.